Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton, Book 2, Lines 845 through 1055. He ceased, for both seemed highly pleased, and death grinned horrible a ghastly smile to hear his famine should be filled, and blessed his maw destined to that good hour. No less rejoiced his mother bad, and thus bespake her sire. The key of this infernal pit, by due and by command of heaven's all-powerful king, I keep. By him forbidden to unlock these adamantine gates, against all force death ready stands to interpose his dart, fearless to be o'ermatched by living might. But what owe I to his commands above, who hates me, and hath hither thrust me down into this gloom of Tartarus profound, to sit in hateful office here confined, inhabitant of heaven and heavenly born, here in perpetual agony and pain, with terrors and with clamors, compassed round of mine own brood, that on my bowels feed. Thou art my father, thou my author, thou my being gavest me. Whom should I obey but thee? Whom follow? Thou wilt bring me soon to that new world of light and bliss, among the gods who live at ease, where I shall reign at thy right hand voluptuous as beseems thy daughter and thy darling without end. Thus saying, from her side the fatal key, sad instrument of all our woe, she took, and, towards the gate rolling her bestial train, forthwith the huge portcullis high up drew, which, but herself, not all the Stygian powers could once have moved. Then in the keyhole turns the intricate wards, and every bolt and bar of massy iron or solid rock with ease unfastens. On a sudden open fly, with impetuous recoil and jarring sound, the infernal doors, and on their hinges great harsh thunder, that the lowest bottom shook of Erebus. She opened, but to shut excelled her power. The gates wide open stood, that with extended wings a bannered host, under spread ensigns marching, might pass through with horse and chariots ranked in loose array, so wide they stood. And like a furnace mouth cast forth redounding smoke and ruddy flame, before their eyes in sudden view appear the secrets of the hoary deep, a dark, illimitable ocean, without bound, without dimension, where length, breadth, and height, and time and place are lost, where eldest night and chaos, ancestors of nature, hold eternal anarchy, amidst the noise of endless wars, and by confusion stand. For hot, cold, moist, and dry, four champions fierce strive here for mastery, and to battle bring their embryon atoms. They around the flag of each his faction, in their several clans, light-armed or heavy, sharp, smooth, swift or slow, swarm populous, unnumbered as the sands of Barca or Cyrene's torrid soil, 
levied to side with warring winds, and poise their lighter wings. To whom these most adhere he rules a moment. Chaos umpire sits, and by decision more embroils the fray by which he reigns. Next him, high arbiter, chance governs all. Into this wild abyss, the womb of nature, and perhaps her grave, of neither sea nor shore nor air nor fire, but all these in their pregnant causes mixed confusedly, and which thus must ever fight, unless the Almighty Maker them ordain his dark materials to create more worlds. Into this wild abyss the wary fiend stood on the brink of hell and looked a while, pondering his voyage. For no narrow frith he had to cross. Nor was his ear less peeled with noises loud and ruinous to compare great things with small than when Bellana storms with all her battering engines bent to raise some capital city, or less than if this frame of heaven were falling, and these elements in mutiny had from her axle torn the steadfast earth. At last his sail-broad bands he spread for flight, and in the surging smoke uplifted spurns the ground. Thence many a league, as in a cloudy chair, Ascending rides audacious. But that seat soon failing meets a vast vacuity. All unawares, fluttering his pennons vain, plumb down he drops ten thousand fathoms deep, and to this hour down had been falling, had not, by ill chance, the strong rebuff of some tumultuous cloud, instinct with fire and nitre, hurried him as many miles aloft. That fury stayed, quenched in a boggy Sirtis, neither sea nor good dry land, nigh foundered. On he fares, treading the crude consistence, half on foot, 